Welcome back to the Great White Way, and this week, tricked ya, we're not talking about Dracula on Broadway. I'm sorry, but we had a guest and they couldn't make it this week. But but instead, I offer you this lovely 1971 Czechoslovakian Dracula, aka Hrabe yeah. Dracula. Will you will you good. accept this, sir? Is this a, is this a I, appeasement? Y- yes, I I will. Wonderful. I accept. Wonderful. I Who are accept. you? Um, I'm Evan, by the way. Wonderful. As a waiter, I'm Daniel. As a waiter, I love to meet all of the people that I serve individually, and I, I like to talk to them really in depth about Draculas that I that I serve. Right. Yes, I I will say that every time you've been my server, we've talked in depth about Dracula. You come to this restaurant like once a week. I, I do, and I have all this recording equipment. It's very, very odd. It's really, it's. I, I'm not supposed to complain because customers always write and all that shit. But like, <laughs> why? Why do you constantly bring a laptop, a microphone, and like, like a like a big glass, like a big glass of water? Uh, I really like your mustache, and uh, it just really <laughs> vibes with me on that. Like, man, I don't really want to talk to you, but I want to talk to the stash. I want to talk to the stash. You are really, for people who don't know what I look like, you're really selling it. Like, I've got a really good mustache, it's, and I don't. It's, like a, it's a Tom Selleck over here. I, He's- God, I wish. <laughs> I think I would be unstoppable with a Tom Selleck mustache. Absolutely. Absolutely. You'll the- get there palm of my hands (laughs) so this is 1971's czechoslovakians black and white adaptation Mm -hmm. of dracula historically this is the first adaptation of dracula to be directed by a woman who also co-scripted the film anna yes oh crap hold on hold on prokozhovka prokozhovka did you look that up? No, I didn't. I'm winging it. Oh, I liked. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, I'm yeah, going you're in charge of saying all the names. Son of a bitch. Okay. Um. So, th- so this one, our Dracula, and this one is Ilya Rashik Rashik. Okay. And uh, yeah. we've got Jan and Clara and Yiri and Hanna and Ota and Vraklav <laughs> and Olga and Marie and Vera. Yeah, but you didn't say any of the last names because you're a coward. Because it'd be mean. It would be (laughs) mean to them because they're real people. And you know what? I have never... This is my first fully Czechoslovakian film. I don't know about you. (laughs) I quite like the sound of this language. Yes, I agree. I have no idea what they're saying. But (laughs) this this is going to sound horrible. This just sounds like the best made-up language I've ever heard. It's so pretty. It sounds beautiful. It like, does. While it really sounds beautiful. And you talk about a language that lends itself to this kind of like dark romantic. Get out of here. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've heard maybe a better one. Yeah. Including English, obviously. Yeah. I agree. And it, well, it, yeah, it really suits the material. Mm-hmm. All of the actors are sort of like... They're classically dramatic, you know, Mm -hmm. and the language just is perfect for it. You know what it reminded me of? Oh, what? Uh, Have you heard that song? It's um, it's an Italian song that's meant to sound like it's in English. Yes. Yes. That's the vibe I got. Like, this is not a real language, but it's meant to sound like English, kind of. It's perfect. 
I, I am not familiar with the history of the of Czechoslovakia, really, but also the language. But I, I am intrigued, to say the least. I really like all these actors. This is this is a gentlemanly Dracula. Or, uh, sorry, the plot. It's Dracula. It is. This is like another cut and dry Dracula movie. I feel really bad for people who are not as familiar with Dracula. Like, go go listen to the yeah. first episode of this podcast, and then you can like skip a few probably. But like, yeah. listen to the first episode. We tell we go through the whole plot there. But like, this is Jonathan goes to a castle. He meets Dracula. Dracula makes him send these letters. Dracula escapes the castle, or uh, Jonathan escapes the castle. Dracula comes to London. He starts biting everybody. Jonathan teams up with Arthur and Lucy and Dr. Seward and his wife, Mina, and um, they kill Dracula. Bang, bang, boom. There's three brides. Like, this is very cut and dry. What I think kind of sets this above the rest for me a little bit is this is a brisk 76 minutes. Yes. My this God. movie sprints. Mm. But they I don't out. I don't feel it, though. I, I agree. This is a made for TV movie. And I think it's one of the few situations wherein they adjusted the story for that format and it suits it. Um, They they cut out details, they cut out people, but you don't ever feel like you're missing key pieces of information that keep you from understanding the point of this story. So it works. I also think it – a lot of other Draculas we've seen, I think some of the bigger beats can kind of – whether intentionally or not, they can kind of rely on you knowing Dracula in this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get that sense. We've got these cool uh, transitions that are done by having like a cut to a voiceover and they're like, okay, here's, here's, okay, guys watching. Here's some Dracula shit. Okay. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Right. Back to the movie. Yeah. And I was like, those are, wow, those are really well done. Cause it opens, the movie opens with one, which I think kind of sets you yes. in that mindset of, okay, there's going to be, there's going to be things like this, right? Yes. It's those great old school sort of slide cards that come in there. Mm-hmm. Like you you most often see them when they come into say intermission if you're watching an old movie, but it's yes. great cuz in this one they come on and they're like the body of the vampire. Yeah. And then it's going to introduce you to how vampires die and come back to life. It's yep. a it's a great way to catch your audience up on what is a vampire and how do they work. And then on to the rest of the story. Yep. Um, yes. So this is a very gentlemanly Dracula. Mm-hmm. We'll get into when we get to the rankings, though. Very powerful Dracula in, in many ways. Yes. Very, very powerful. I think they do a great job of talking about the lore in this mm-hmm. movie. Uh, I compared it prior to us recording. I compared it a little bit to our 1977 Dracula, yep. where they find a few moments to talk about the history of who this man is. Yeah. They find a few good moments to instill like, hey, he's based on a real guy. He was a general, very powerful, very smart, a tactician. We yep. don't really know how he came to the- be this way, but he's been this way for hundreds of years. Yep. They build up who our opponent is. Yep. And then in those last 25 minutes, we get into chase mode, which is yep. is just one of my favorite parts of any Dracula story. I love when we get a full on, all right, Dracula is, he's a super smart, super powerful, capable opponent who has, he set the pieces up how he wants to play the game, yep. and now they have to try and unravel it. Yes. Yeah, I I really liked it. Uh, and I like this, this is a very, this is a gentlemanly Dracula this is a talker, not a fighter. And I yeah. think he's one of the better ones at it, really. I agree. And 
he's he's a strategist. A lot of times we hear that, but we rarely get to see it. In this movie, he does a really great job of the bait and switch. Dracula should be a pro at the bait and switch. This is one of the few movies where he actually is. Yes. And then when he has to improvise, when they start to really mess up his plan, he does a pretty good job of having a backup at all times to keep himself moving. Yep. Yeah, I um, I liked it. I don't really have any other notes. I, th- I think it's just, just it's solid. solid. I really like towards the end, they add in mm. this great, great moment. I, th- I thought this was totally stealable. Like, this is a bit that's not in the book quite like this, and I would totally put it into another movie where they beat Dracula getting returned to his castle. So they go back, they kill all the brides, and then they hide there. They hide until Dracula is delivered. Only then do they spring out. They think Mina is safely tucked away somewhere else, but she's been under Dracula's spell the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so when they go to confront and kill Dracula in that moment, we've seen it time and time again in the movie. They open up the coffin. He's laying there asleep. They stab him. Not this time. Dracula's up and about because he's like, no, no, you kill me right now. Mina jumps off the roof of my castle. That was and cool she's there. Hell. We get that. We get that great mm. cutaway shot. This castle, I dig it. All right. Yes. They really went for the dilapidated, falling apart castle that has just enough structure where it counts. Yeah. So you can get this great shot through the bowels of the castle up to Mina at the top, about to jump off. Really effective. Yeah. Go ahead and rank this guy. Yeah. This it it's fast, but it's it's a fast plot and. And there's nothing I, mean, wrong I don't really have anything to complain about. Yeah. Uh, ironically enough, it does have one of the longest Wikipedia uh, that plot is, summaries I think we have. It's weird. It's a really long one. <laughs> it's one uh, of those where I love that Wikipedia puts the little like the little broom uh, thing at the top and is like, this article's plot summary may be too long or excessively detailed. Please help improve it. I've never understood why they do that. No. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, there's, whoa, there's too much information in this one right people talk about this one too much Ugh, <laughs> nerds anyway welcome to wikipedia <laughs> um charisma i mean is it wrong to think this guy's like like i'd i'd hang out with this guy i think he's like an eight at least i, I think he's i agree really... you know what i love mm. i love how burly this guy is yeah he's this guy's like, a beefcake He's a beefcake. He's got a mm-hmm. huge beard, but it's very trimmed. He's very calm and very yes. in control. Yes. Uh, when it, all of his interactions with with Jonathan are pretty polite, I think you actually get a great moment where Jonathan goes to bed and he looks through the keyhole to check back in, and Dracula's like clearing his own plates because, you know, most of the time just that's just servants, like, uh... yeah, th- that just happens. But this time they're like. No, look at Dracula, man of the people. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, I'm here for an eight. <laughs> I think an eight. I Yeah, like he's just kind of pretty normal dude. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about his fashion sense? I think it's a six, honestly. it's it, no, Nothing blew me away. Nothing blew me away. Every outfit, yeah. though, looks good. It's, it's pretty simple, which I think is good and bad. Good and good and I bad, agree. right? You know, one of my favorite moments in this movie is they're at Lucy's funeral. All right. Mm, and Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is now starting to put together the pieces on like 
how he who he has gotten away from and what's going on turns yeah. around very briefly and our guy looks pretty dang good when yeah. he's at the funeral he's like in the crowd against a tree in the back jonathan sees him and then he's gone um and i i think our guy looks pretty pretty handsome not I gonna agree. lie i agree he's a good uh, guy a the six. beard's good yeah beard's good the hair's good i like a six yeah Nice and simple. Intelligence. You've you've pointed out a few strengths of this guy here. Yeah, I think he's a good planner. Truly, everything kind of goes his way um, for the majority of this. Jonathan comes. He quickly falls under the spell. Um, he convinces Jonathan the way to do things for a bit. Um, he arrives in London. Everything is taken care of. He like, you know does his thing there for a little while, escapes before anyone can get to him. We'll get to the combat score in a little bit, which is where I think we're going to ding him. But yeah. I think intelligence stays sticks around that six level. Yeah, again, nothing nothing blowing me away. But like you've pointed out, lots of clever little uh, traps and ruses and, you know, little things like that. Oh, combat score. Yeah, I mean... Like a great many Draculas, we don't get a ton of fighting from this guy. This is an no. older movie. They don't have the, you know, the budget or the skill for it. No. Unfortunately, he gets taken out pretty measly. Uh, Jonathan throws a... I'm not really sure what it is, because... It's like a we had knife. We had established that the wooden stake was the way to go in this movie. But yeah, it just looks like a knife. Um, regardless, what happens is... <laughs> And this sort of great final battle for, for Mina, which Dracula <laughs> yeah. is winning yeah. easily. Jonathan sort of like lets out a scream no and chases after and <laughs> like a, I don't know, like a bad 2002 action movie throws a dagger which spirals directly into Dracula's heart and poofs him into dust instantaneously. It's crazy how, like, this reminds me of, like, an underworld moment here. Yes! That's absolutely what I was thinking of. Like, I swear to God, that shot is in those movies. Yeah, it's... I, I think he's ugh, one and a half. Yeah, it's too bad because they established that with his ability, with, like, his stamina and his strength, he's the equivalent of 20 men, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's an accomplished general and warlord, like... These are all things said about him in this movie, but he goes out like that. Oh. Goes out very, very, very easily. I agree. Uh, I think a one and a half. One and a half. Nothing crazy. Nothing too bad. But not. This is not the guy you call for that. Now, yeah. on the other hand, get that shape shifting. Yeah. I mean, what do we get? We get bat for sure. We get bat it for sure. We get others described bat. though. Yes. Yes, we they do. I think at one point they say creatures of the night, they say hounds, and they say other they say forms. Hounds, bats, and insects, and rats. They say yeah. they say all of them. Yeah. And, you know, I think at, we see multiple instances where he clearly has control of animals. Um, mm -hmm. If we had gotten more visuals of him as the other animals, this would be a huge score. I think as it is, we have to say that say like we have to respect those things with while acknowledging that we didn't see them all yes yes good point mm. uh it sounds i mean we've we said it a lot but i could see somewhere around like the five to six range i think a six i i think i got pretty 
He also can kind of teleport through walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Low key. He just kind of <laughs> does it a few times. He's like, now over here. Like at one point he, he like free. They're like, Dracula, get away. And he's like, goodbye. And he just like, fool. And he's now he's outside. Right. And it, yeah, he's gone. They, this is, I mean, I, I live for some of this old filmmaking technique. This is a great example of back when they had film and they have to take two shots and overlap them. Um, yes. So you get this old school technique where you overlap <laughs> the film to superimpose the Dracula image back onto the actual shot of the movie. Oh, I love it. It's classic. There's something very appealing about it. It does also give him a very ghostly appearance. He's... Yes incredibly it whenever we see this effect in this in this movie are whether it's the bat whether it's him whether it's lucy later on they they're ghostly white as they appear that's just because they have to overexpose the image but it yeah. looks really cool um <laughs> this miscellaneous score is going to be interesting what do you what do you got I... I, I do like the castle. I'm, I'm struggling to find something unique that he does. Yeah. And, that, and that's why I'm leaning towards the castle because it is. I really like the outside of it. We get a few good shots of the outside yeah. of it. It looks really good. And then the inside is great as well. You know what I love? I love when he's he's talking about the castle. Dracula is. And he yeah. looks at Jonathan and he's like. I wouldn't fall asleep in any other room. And yeah. we all know what that is. We know that's about his brides. But in the yeah. movie, he goes, this is still the middle of the forest and anything wild can get in here. And it's like legitimately spooky. Like yeah. you, you get a little tingly because you're like, ooh, ooh, what's in there? You know, like the what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's also um, something to be said for the, the, all the castle scenes are really good in this movie. Um, yeah. Jonathan has had the day to himself. He's trying to explore this castle and he stumbles into that one room with just a large chair in the middle. Mm. This is his first encounter with the three brides. Really spooky stuff. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Um, it's a, There's this huge, huge window ahead of Jonathan and he thinks he's dreaming as he imagines we get that same... Um, exposure effect with the three brides as they enter the room and drape themselves all over him. Um, yeah, this castle, I think it's the way to go. It's It's got a great haunted, wild vibe about it. It's a very unique castle. I think it's worth... I don't know. I think it's worth like a seven and a half. 7.3 yeah, maybe? I was thinking around a seven. I'm fine with a 7.3. Yeah. It's been a bit since we awarded a castle. And this one has that just like classic Dracula thing going for it. Yeah. I really like this castle. Grand entrance slash exit. It's hard for me to go with the exit because. Because it's so it's, underworld. <laughs> yes. Because it's too cool. Yes, because it's not Kate Beckinsale throwing <laughs> the knife at him. All right. Now, if somebody out there is willing to go Photoshop Kate Beckinsale oh into that part God, and do it. Yes. We can revisit. Um, yes. But there's something to be said for his grand entrance because he picks up um, he picks up Jonathan and he has half of his face covered up. Very Bella kind of moment. Mm -hmm. Um. 
there's that great bit where he drops him off at the castle and then Dracula turns around and we get this shot over Jonathan's shoulder of Dracula making the carriage and the horses and himself disappear. And Jonathan's just like, hold, hold, wait, <laughs> there was somebody behind me. Where did yeah. they go? I think it's the entrance. Yeah. I, and like I said, I like it. It is spooky. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it's, you know, something transformative, something we haven't seen before, but no. I could see this hitting, uh, hitting a three. I think a three is good. It is very spooky. It is the most I think I've been spooked out by yeah. an entrance. Yeah. How, I'm not going to say that. A, That's really extreme. It's one of the spookier entrances, though. Yeah. They maybe it's the black and white, the grainy footage of this movie. But I'd say on the whole, it accomplishes the spooky vibe very, very well. This is a great Halloween Dracula movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, book bonus. A lot of the book is in there. Yeah. It's really not too bad, really. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're cutting characters, but. So that I th I don't think we can give it a five, no. but I think we can look at it easily in the three point five to four range. I think like a three point eight. Yeah, I like very that. arbitrary decision. Three point eight, not not a point eight. Come on, <laughs> three point eight. Uh, and then last but not least, humor. Nah. not this guy's strength. No, nah, he's not really funny. No, I no. I uh, like a one maybe. He's not a complete yeah. brick. Yeah, also... exactly. He's got he's got charm and poison there, but it's not it's not quite you know, he's not cracking jokes. He's not having a jovial time. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um all right, let me, so let's give him that one. We are looking at, oh, bat him up before I reveal the score. Listen, they really talked him up with that strength of 20 men thing, but from what I can tell, all I got to do is throw the bat at this guy and he's done for. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna say I got this. Down. Yeah, I'm just going to break the bat over, you know, a railing or something because I'm, I'm strong like that. And then I'm just going to chuck the pointy end at him and it'll be fine. Yeah, this is an easy kill. Um, yeah. What is our nickname for this man? Ooh, you, you kept saying gentlemanly. I, I, I feel something like that. A gentleman gen caller, Dracula. The gentleman biter. Gentleman biter. There it is. Yeah. Well, the gentleman biter is coming in with a lovely, really not too bad, 42.6. Putting him well above, well above some of our more famous friends here. Absolutely. That's a very respectable score yep. from a surprisingly good Dracula movie. I would recommend this one. I think the length of it is great. It's got a good amount of spook. It's not scary. It's spooky a little bit, though. Yes, absolutely. It's on Internet Archive, too. One of our favorite resources here. Everyone should support it. Um, go check it out. It's a good time. Yeah, really, really, really. Yeah, just solid. Not like it's not going to blow your mind. No. And there are this much is, better ones. But this is a great Dracula movie to have on in the background at a Halloween party. You don't have to understand a word being said, but you can appreciate the language somehow still. It's worth it. And you can kind of look up every once in a while and go, oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, it's spooky. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Look at that mm. shot. All right. Well, next week, we already know what we're doing. Anything yeah. else? 
Should we Keep do a little in. movie? Let's movie do a mashup? quick movie. Yeah, let's do a yeah. quick movie. You you want to you want a genre generator? Should I? Uh, oh, I'll I'll pull it up here. Genre generator. I would love to hear about your. I need no. You know what? Time for a new random generator. Yeah, hit me with a new one. I love that. This one I can just type in the number of genres I want too. All right, it's a crime detective western. Crime detective western. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, now you say western. I I kind of want to go like Great Depression era and say that it's got the right. western kind of feel. Does that work? I think that works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go Great Depression era. All right. I want to take us to Texas. Okay. I'm Ooh. thinking like the Dust Bowl kind of vibe. Yeah. All right. Dracula is in fact an ancient evil who has been long buried in Texas where the mm. sun shines eternally um, <laughs> as a great place to keep him covered up. Right. Yeah. No, no. Sure. I think so. Uh, a ragtag team of. <laughs> of liquor runners stumble across his tomb <laughs> and uh, unearth it thinking they found treasure. No, they've unleashed an evil. He mm. enslaves them and our lawman that's been tracking down the liquor runners is suddenly on a Dracula case. All right. <laughs> okay. And our lawman is played by Tommy Lee Jones and our, who's our Dracula? What do I want? need like the opposite of tommy lee jones who's who's the opposite of tommy lee jones? timothy chalamet timothy chalamet that's it he's is young, the, like he's charming he's seductive it's perfect is it good no is it the no. is it the opposite yes yes and would tommy lee jones ever be caught in this movie no no unfortunately i'm ready for it um, well, I don't have a cast, but I am going to lean, I'm going to lean kind of similar. I want to go more into the idea of the frontier. Okay. So there is a, there's a small town on the frontier and they are, um, it, it is, of, it is of course colonizers. It is American settlers and, uh, they have, have believed they have done a good job of driving off the, um, the Native Americans who are living there, right? A few, a few still kind of live in the area. And then mysteriously, some, some of the cattle start dying. And then a person or two gets gets picked off. And we've got our um, our sheriff who has to kind of team up and he has to go and ask for help. Because all the, all the clues they have is that it's out in the wilderness, right? It's not mm -hmm. somebody in town. It's not a serial killer. It's something. Yeah. And he's got to go and he's got to team up with this tribe that they've driven off their land and he's like we i need your help like we can't like you guys Ooh, know I this like land it. better than we do right and then we get i almost want like prey and a little bit of no country for old men and it's dracula yeah oh i'm in i'm so vibe. in yeah i'm in prey but with dracula instead oh i love it that's my movie bing bang yes. boom Somehow we both decided, though, that Tommy Lee Jones had to be in a Dracula movie. No Country for Old Men, a he great Tommy to, Lee Jones he's vehicle. He's got to be. He's like, Honestly, he's he'd one be of a the, great Van Helsing. He'd be a, yes, like, obviously. Like, it's, it, he's one of the few remaining obvious Van Helsing castings that I don't think has really been done. Um, yeah, I agree. I would say Denzel as well could also be a really good. Denzel would be great. I mean, Denzel is, is Denzel, so it's good in anything, but like... Yeah, yeah. Now, is, is your is your Dracula more of a creature feature, or is he like 
a human. Oh, it's a creature feature. I, I think we lean yeah. into the the mythology. This I want this to be like new world versus old school mythology, right? So like, yeah. of course, the white guy's like, no, it's it's like one of your people. One of you guys is killing our shit. And yeah. they're like, no, because someone's killing us, too. Yeah. Right. I love that. We I'm get in. this. Yeah. Like, this is like a... um. This is like, oh, oh, God, what's the show? Midnight Mass, like that uh-huh. kind of vampire. Yes, absolutely. I'm that here for it. This sounds great. God, I love Midnight you win Mass. This one. You win this round. Yes, art is all about competition and who can win. In this case, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you all next week. Speaking of art winning, next week we will see you for Dracula, the musical. We mean it this time. This time. God, we shouldn't say that because now we're going to no. No, I, I now it's gonna get messed up that. again. We are we are ninety percent sure. Yeah, we're really gonna try. We're gonna try our this best. Time. So hard. People are busy. People are busy. It's summer. Yeah. Get out there. Enjoy I, the sun if you can safely. But don't burn your nose like me. Don't burn your nose like Evan did. Evan, I can't tell what's like the camera and what's just Evan's face, but there is a he's got a lovely rosy tint kind of all uh, around the forehead and the cheeks and the nose. I put on sunscreen, y'all. You did? I did it. I did. It just didn't matter. Your your the gap between your eyebrows is like clear. And I can tell you got it's, a little bit under the under the chin yeah. kind of here. It looks great there. Thank you. But it's those Thank cheeks. You. Those rosy yeah. cheeks you got. They're real rosy <laughs> and that that nose is like it's like Pinocchio but for sunburns. <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, oh, famous for his red nose. <laughs> All righty, y'all. Well, we will see you next week. Good night. Good night.